0: You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team
1: every day. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's Wednesday February 17th and today we've got Dean Iampietro from channel 11 as usual on our Wednesdays we're going to talk about a lot first of all the Steelers history of drafting wide receivers should be one of the biggest things that makes you comfortable about Juju having to go this year if he does we'll talk about that and then also about the Steelers ability to keep things going without tanking which I think is much more important than people give it credit for then finally we'll have some hall of fame debates because I'm on one side of Marquise Pounce being in the Hall of Fame, Dean's on another side. It'll be an interesting debate to end the show and a fun one for you to join us with. Today's episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit RockAuto.com today and tell them Locked On sent you. And remember, you can subscribe to the Locked On Steelers podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio.com, and so many more places. Let's get into it. So as you all know, on Wednesdays, we bring in our friend, our comrade in arms, Dean, I am Pietro from Channel 11, WPXI. Dean, it's great to have you back on the show. Um, And we're going to get a little opinionated today. We're going to go back and forth on some different things. I think there's some things we'll agree on, some things we won't. But I'm
0: I'm never opinionated. Never opinionated. Never
1: once have you been opinionated.
0: No, absolutely not.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Not at all. (laughs) Anyways, uh, just know, ladies and gentlemen, that... Is a lie. (laughs) As many late nights as I've spent at WPXI with us arguing over the dumbest things, I can tell you that this man is extremely (gasps) opinionated. No. Anyways, Um, moving forward, the first thing I wanted to talk to you about is... There's a lot of panic out here about why the Steelers are in a lot of trouble with this upcoming season for different reasons. One of the main reasons that comes up is that they're losing Juju Smith-Schuster because they say they're losing so many people. And when you really think you're like, "Mm, okay, one, I'm not sure that they're actually going to lose as many people as people think. Two, the guys that they're losing, they've drafted to replace them. Granted, it sucks to lose Bud Dupree, but Alex Highsmith did look good last year when he he stepped in. Yes, they're losing Juju Smith-Schuster – But not only have they drafted well behind him at the wide receiver position, I mean, they literally have three guys who they're going to be confident with next year at the top of that depth chart. Um, They've shown for years, Dean, they don't need to keep on to wide receivers that they don't feel they need. Absolutely.
0: They have done very well in certain positions in drafting, stalking, knowing when to let go. And linebacker comes to mind yep. and, and historically and at wide receiver they mm-hmm. have really done really nicely in just keeping the cycle going and then not getting to a point where they're paying somebody way too much money beyond what their production is going to be they've had there's been very few instances where they've let somebody go too soon as a you know i mean and i know he's not a receiver well he wanted to be a receiver and a running back levy on bell said classic example mm-hmm. everyone's like oh and he hasn't done anything since he left the Steelers so they know that as an organization they do very well everywhere except quarterback it seems to have a future plan um but yeah I mean I mean Claypool came in for a reason and Deontay Johnson and James Washington and those guys are I'm perfectly fine with those guys being the core and I will throw perhaps an upset name your way and someone you just mentioned. And I'm not a fan of bringing someone back just because they were a Steeler or they're from Pittsburgh or they have two brothers in Pittsburgh. I'm not a fan of those things generally. I wouldn't mind seeing a year, maybe if the price was right, of Emmanuel Sanders back. Hmm. Chances are he's not going to be staying with New Orleans
1: and yeah, it's a good i'm point. willing
0: to bet that as a veteran presence they could have him for a relatively comfortable contract as a number three or four receiver okay and someone to help fill the gap created by juju's absence juju is someone who's just he's more of an impact in the public eye because of his public eye because of his antics off the field which popular not popular get people talking no matter what so people talk about him no matter what i still don't think he's a number one receiver in the nfl someone is going to pay him number one receiver dollars and then someone's going to find out he's not a number one receiver and the steelers in receiver are going to be just fine without him
1: now according to um According to, to Spot Rack, he was about a $10.5 million cap hit for the Saints last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a uh, mm. little, little, little shaky about that. Or, or no, I'm sorry, $8 million last year. He's set to be a $10.5 million cap hit this year. Yeah. So, yeah. And so they
0: might, they might cut him.
1: They ha- they're going to cut him because yeah. as much as we panic about the Steelers cap situation with the Steelers, right now either you have it at like 22 million over if you're using the I talked about yesterday on the show with Tony um if you're using the over the cap model they're 22 million over or if they're using the spot rack model they're like 14 million over um the Saints right now are like 69 million over
0: Holy crap
1: right nice. like they um, they have a they, lot of cutting to
0: <laughs> they do and and here's the thing once these guys hit free agency if the cap does drop like we believe it's going to right Guys like Emmanuel Sanders aren't going to find a big contract somewhere. So maybe the price will be right to bring a guy in like that for a year. Veteran presence with some other talented receivers, a nice complimentary piece to the package.
1: And how many times have the Steelers done this over the years, Dean? I mean, just in the time... That they've had Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, it, it, they let go of Cedric Wilson when he was part of that 2005 Super Bowl run. They let go of Nate Washington when he was part of that 2008 Super Bowl run. They let go of San Antonio Holmes. They let go of Emmanuel Sanders, Mike Wallace, Martavis Bryant. I mean, player after player. Marcus Wheaton, who people were really excited to, to see flourish as a Steeler, and all of those guys. Save for San Antonio Holmes, who did blow it up for a year or two with the Jets and almost got them to the Super Bowl against the Steelers. Um, most of them have gone, and Emmanuel Sanders. I'll say Emmanuel Sanders also because he won a Super Bowl mm-hmm. with the Broncos. But most of those guys went on to either get – Antoine Ranallel, another guy, and he ended up coming back. But they're all guys who went elsewhere and really didn't live up to what they did with the Steelers or, or live up to the contract that they got with those teams. And they've continued to make it work at wide receiver. Now, granted, for about eight of those years, it was because Antonio Brown was your number one and you could build off of that. But even before Antonio Brown, when Hines Ward – they they know what they're doing at the position. And I mean, you know, you brought up other guys before, you know, on top of that, you know, you look at players like Javon Hargrave, you know, uh, you know, Le'Veon Bell, other guys that they've been able to let go get paid somewhere else and keep the train moving. I don't think it's this impossible feat for them to do that again with the free agents this year. I know the free agent list is long, but it's not some insurmountable feat. They still have the core players that built that that, is, that built most of their wins the last two seasons.
0: They have the core. The one place where they're going to be uh, looking for the core, I guess, is running back. Yep. And, and who is your guy? And maybe you have to go into free agency to find that this year because um, James Conner not it. And I don't know that any guy they have right now is it. So you have to go hunting for that. But yeah, I and mean, a receiver. They've they've done the job. They've they know that position where they draft it. You know, there should have been no doubt in anyone's mind. I know uh, people, there were some people who weren't happy with the Chase Claypool pick last year. Yeah. um, Because everybody wanted Dobbins. And Chase Claypool, I think, uh, showed that he was a pretty darn good pick. Yeah. And and that sets them in position for knowing a year ahead of time like, okay, we may lose Juju. So let's get this guy. Mm hmm. Voila, they do it. It's beautiful.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think it puts them in a really good spot. We're going to take a quick break here. We come back, we're going to continue the, the, the direction of this discussion just to see, because uh, there's a few more things I want to explore here with Dean. Um, but first, got to talk to you about our friends at betonline.ag. Betonline.ag, the only place that we trust here in the Lockdown Podcast Network to place bets on. Even though football season's over, there's a ton of different ways to make money by gambling on sports right now. If you go to betonline.ag today and sign up for your free account, you'll get a 50% bonus to your first deposit simply by entering the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters and all one word, and that will get you your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Right now, sure, the NFL is done, but you can put money down on where certain free agents might be going in the NFL. You can also bet on college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL. All different ways to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. BetOnline.ag. Remember, use that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters, all one words, to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Back on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host Chris Carter here with Dean I and Pietro of Channel 11 WPXI. So, again, Dean, we're talking about you know players not not being needed as much to carry over. Now, I I do think I give more credit to Juju than most people. I, I think that he does a lot more than most people give him credit for. If he goes to a team that has a good quarterback and a good overall offensive plan, I think he flourishes there. I think he does he does better than good. Um, but at the same time, when you look at these teams' needs right now and how they need to reinvest in the offensive line, they need to invest in running back and they need to get another another linebacker to put next to Devin Bush and you know, get depth depth at edge rusher, depth at defensive line, depth really all over the defense. I, I, st- I just see that that's where, whether or not you're a fan of Juju, and and again, I get that some people don't like him because of the TikTok. I I still don't see the the, the TikToking or anything like yeah. that as a real problem. I don't care what anybody says. They lost this year because Ben Roethlisberger stunk in the big moments and threw way too many inter- interceptions. Um, that had nothing to do with TikTok or whatever. Are you, are
0: you telling me that a social media dance did not cause their loss?
1: Yes. Yes. I am telling you that. Wow. That, yeah. Yeah. Revolutionary huh. thought there revolutionary huh. thought there.
0: Amazing. Right. Cause, cause
1: <laughs> just, uh, contrary to popular opinion that, you huh. know, that was the case. But I, again, I think the Steelers have a very good eye on the direction that they're going, you know, and I talked about this with Tony. You think about how Mike Tom and, and Kevin Colbert have quickly had to move the pillars of what was holding up what were the, fra- the like the the players that you build around in an in, in an organization like every team has key players that 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 hold a team up and a few years ago it was shazier ben pounce uh, not pounce well pouncey was one of them but shazier ben brown and bell and quickly three of those guys are out of your equation and now all of a sudden you have basically Ben still there um, albeit probably not for much longer, but now you got a player like T.J. Watt, a player like Minka Fitzpatrick, and you're hoping that Devin Bush can get healthy again so he can be one of those players, and then maybe Chase Claypool adds to that to that mix. Maybe Kevin Dotson is 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 a star, is a star in the making. Like they have so many, they they have quickly reloaded. I just that's what I'm saying. Where people that are like, oh man, they, they're losing Alejandro Villanueva and James Conner and Juju, but like, I, I just I don't see this mass panic to figure out all the replacements right now to make them to make them a Super Bowl contender this moment. I also don't think it's that hard for a team to get to be a Super Bowl contender when you have those kind of talents.
0: And the talent that they have most of all is how to move the money to make the cap work. Yeah. Omar Khan. As long as that guy is there, this team can be a contender if Kevin Colbert makes the right moves with the right people because Omar Khan's going to find a way to make that money work. And if it means restructuring someone here and there and spreading money out and pushing the later and you know there's there hasn't been a lot of, and even the th- anything I can think of where like the Steelers just took on this brutal cap that just sunk them like other teams have had to deal with. And to their credit of having the proper financial people behind the scenes. He might be the MVP of the team of, of structuring this team over the last however many years he's been there they they'll bring back you know th- they've never done a, a splash free agent right they don't do that they don't get that big signing headlines for four days name they get the pieces that they need to fit in the whole team puzzle that's what you do to build someone that's going to be in contention every year. There are a few extra challenges this year, more free agents than normal, but they can find a way to keep the right pieces they want to keep and to fill in the spots where they don't with the draft or with free agency signings. Again, you're, you're not bringing in Aaron Jones. Okay. You're not signing Aaron Jones, right? But you're, but you're going to get a running back that does the job probably you know, or can do the job as long as your offensive line is good enough. They have a, they're building a core with Dotson. I think he's the new core piece. And maybe, you know, if they go center first round,
1: maybe the they find round. their new, maybe. No, no. not in the okay. first round. Um, but they
0: can still find more core there. Yeah. They, they have enough. They, they the can veteran. draft
1: a tackle in the first round. You can even yeah. get a good center this year in the third round. Realistically. Um, okay. uh, uh, uh I, I agree. They could build off of that. Like, like that. But that's my point here is that this team is not this dead in the water sense that that everyone no. has. No. Um, and, and, and again, like some people are like, what does it matter if you don't, uh, you know, why don't they just tank and then just rebuild And It's like the Steelers don't tank. And it's a good no. thing that you don't tank because most mm-hmm. organizations that tank usually don't turn it around. I mean, the lion's, the 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 jets the jaguars i mean until this year you could say the browns i still think the browns haven't figured it out i actually think they're going to probably fold again very soon and and crumple and and show who they are but um you look at the organizations that have tanked it takes years of tanking to get back to 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 greatness in football um and, and then even then you have to get really lucky in picking yourself back up it's much easier to remain a contender and to keep building on that and to show because when you're looking in free agency and when you're talking to guys before they get to free agency, if they know that every year you're going to be competitive and that you could be a team that could be in the playoff hunt, they want to be there. They don't want to dip. But if they know that, hey, you know what, they're going to tank either this year or next year. I'm out. I don't need to be part of that. I want to win th- this year. So you, you, you know, a lot of teams lose on that. And you might sign, you know, a splashy free agent in the offseason. But then they're going to hate it in a, in a couple of weeks and they're going to want to leave. And we were seeing that with free agency all the time with guys saying, I don't like it here. I'm out of here, even though they just signed a big contract there. Um, you know, and, I mean, look at the Texans. They, Deshaun Watson, they signed him to a, a huge deal and he's already, I'm out of here. I don't want to deal with this anymore. Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. who, who has a Super Bowl ring from the Eagles. It's like, they're, 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 they're giving away games. I mean, and we all saw how they ended that season. Jalen Hurts sitting on the mm-hmm. sidelines saying this ain't right. I mean, the, the, that is where you go when you start to actually tank, and I don't think the Steelers are tanking. They're 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 not well. They're they're obviously not tanking. But the people who want to sell off all the pieces to say, well, let's just completely rebuild, that's ridiculous. And again, no way, man.
0: Yeah, I, I agree.
1: And, and again, you got you got several very good to great players who you could build on for this next nucleus that that you want to make you know a, a serious set of runs and, and try to and try to go deep in the playoffs with. You don't just give that up because you're a little pessimistic after you lost in the playoffs one year.
0: I mean, I think it's, I think it's a lot of things. I think it is not just that they lost in the playoffs, but how they lost and who they lost to. And then you see Tom Brady win a Super Bowl, and then it's snowing every day, and then we're still dealing with COVID. And I'm deadly serious about this. It's, it's uh, all these negative influences in our lives. And then when you look at sports and you see what happened with the Steelers and how it ended. It can affect your mood. It can affect your outlook. But if you just take take it into a bubble and look at where the Steelers are, and, and the AFC North has two teams that do this, the Steelers and the Ravens. Yep. They don't fall off. They don't rebuild. They retool. They keep going and find ways to contend. They are not in rebuilding mode. They should not be in a rebuilding mode. That is not what this team is built to do. That's not what the organization is built to do. And it's one of the things that I will give the most credit to from the top down with the Rooneys for making this organization, that type of organization where we're not in a rebuilding mode. We're not going there. We're not going to allow ourselves to lose, to get a better draft pick. No, we're going to win games. We're going to fill our roster the way that we're going to do it. And we're going to succeed. And I think the proof is there that they've had success not as much playoff success as we want obviously but we also have a higher standard for that too you know based on what happened in the 70s yeah. so the sta- the standard is higher in in this town than it is in a lot of other places a lot of other franchises would and fan bases would kill to have what the Steelers and Pittsburgh fans have
1: I mean, and, and also, I mean, you look at other like the the other organization that has six Super Bowls, the, the Patriots, their fans are getting a little unstable. Like I've talked to some mm-hmm. guys that cover the Patriots and, and I was like, man, like, are those fans going to get rabbit soon? And they're like, Chris, they're not going to get rabbit. They are like they're mad right now. And I'm like, how are you mad? You just had like you just had 20 years of Brady and Belichick and kicking everyone's butts. And they're like, but that's the thing all across the board is people don't realize is that how spoiled you get when you're part when you're part of a great historical franchise and you expect you expect Super Bowls and just all this greatness every year. It don't mm-hmm. always happen. I mean, it, it's it's not it's not that easy. So um, I, I'm, I'm with you that, yeah, other people, you know, other other teams, they would love to have this situation. Heck, I, I'm sure the Patriots, they would love to be able to compete in their first year without Tom Brady, you know, they were out of the playoff picture with what, like three weeks to go. The Steelers Mm -hmm. had a shot to make the playoffs when Devlin Hodges was at quarterback in the last week of the season. And that was with one less playoff spot than the Patriots had this year.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. Precisely. Even with that, the Steelers were still in contention. So they find a way they build their teams, right? They, they, they run the franchise the right way To, to steal Mike Sullivan's. They do it the right way. And we should be we should be grateful for that and and trust in that a little bit. They're not going to make every move that we like, you know, obviously, but you know, more often than not, they do do the right things along the way, and they'll manage a lower cap and all these free agents, and they will put a team that will be contending for the AFC North at the very least next year.
1: There you go, right there. We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we have got some Hall of Fame debate here because. Everyone wants to know now, I mean, we got five Steelers that are going to get enshrined this offseason, but who's the next Steeler going to get in? I'm not going to necessarily ask who's the next Steeler, but who are the guys that should be in consideration? We'll talk about that, but first, a message from our friend at Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Built Bar is great for the health-conscious person and helps someone lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat during the day. Built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, but high-protein and high-fiber, and they're great for a keto diet. Instead of of when you're tired and hungry at work and you need a boost to get through the day, instead of going to the vending machine and getting those cupcakes those Pop-Tarts or those potato chips, get something healthy like a Built Bar. It'll fill you up, taste great and get you through the rest of your day with the energy that you need. And Bilt Bar comes in 18 amazing different flavors. Six of those new flavors are Caramel Brownie, Cookies and Cream, Cherry barcia, Lemon Almond Cheesecake, Carrot Cake, and Apple Almond Crisp. You can get all those flavors by going to their website right now at BuiltBar.com. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for $10 off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with D-9 Pietro of Channel 11 WTXi. Dean, we know that with Marquise Pouncey's retirement, one of the first questions that came out of everyone's mouth outside of who the Steelers get to replace him is is he in the Hall of Fame? And that came with some ups and some downs. I'm a person who says he's obviously in the hall of fame. I don't think he's a first ballot guy at all. Oh, but I think that no. within I think that he could make it in within his first five years of being eligible to make it in the hall. Because when you look at his Pro Bowls, when you look at his All-Pros, when you look at the fact that he was the the, the face of the center position for the better part of, a, of the decade that he played in, when he was the All-Decade 2010s uh, center on the team, all that lines up, he's going to get recognized for that success.
0: Yeah. He's going to. He will get into the Hall of Fame, and it may take – six years like it did for Alan Fanica so yep. 11 years from now we're probably looking at Marquise Pouncey going into the Hall of Fame if I was on the panel voting I would not vote him into the Hall of Fame ever and I'm going to turn heel on everybody here ever
1: so. <laughs> like, like like like, not for yes. I, I get our first ballot, but like when that six or seven no. ballot comes up no. what's wrong with you
0: five years he was great. Five years, not 11. He coasted on reputation for the last six years. Okay.
1: So wait, how the many last six years were 2020, 2019, 2018, 17, or 2016, 2017. From the injury in
0: 2015. From the injury from then. He wasn't the same after that.
1: I wouldn't say he coasted in 2016.
0: His reputation as such a good player in those first five years of his career, put him in Pro Bowls.
1: Sure. He he was the distinguished gentleman, if you've seen that Eddie Murphy movie.
0: So, that's a false, you know, honor in that way. He's getting it on reputation as opposed to what he actually did those last seasons. Now, I'm not saying he's a bum, okay? He's the, the third best center the Steelers have ever had behind Webster and Dawson. Yes. And that's and that's some elite company. <laughs> okay. And he was very good. He belongs in the Steelers Hall of Honor. I I have a high standard for the pro football Hall of Fame. And it's much higher than what gets in. And it needs to be the elite of the elite and he just wasn't quite there. However, when he gets in, And I'm saying when, because as, as Dale pointed out to me, Dale Lally, the same voters who voted him on team of the decade are the ones that vote for the hall of fame. So they're going to vote him in. it's a foregone conclusion. It's not going to happen right away, but it'll happen down the line. I'm also not going to be someone who complains about it and says, Oh, he should never be there. Mm -hmm. I'm saying I wouldn't vote for him but if he gets in he's not someone that i look at and go oh he has absolutely no place in there there's some merit to it it just doesn't reach my standard of hall of fame which so, is high very I, high
1: i get that i get the, uh, because, no i think I, 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 I think
0: all hall of fames have let in far too many people that are very good there's a lot of hall of very good out there yeah I, and that's I, what I, these that's hall the of thing. honors should be for on the teams Okay, that's what they should be for, where you honor someone who's not quite a Hall of Fame level, but who really had a great career. That's where they belong. But to be immortalized in the Pro Football Hall of Fame as one of the definitive all-time greats is... There's too many people in it. Too many get in.
1: See, my... My, my my thing here is I disagree with the notion that he was the, was the distinguished gentleman type of player um, for the last half of his career. Because when you're saying the last five or six years, that's half of his career. Mm-hmm. I, I think in 2019 and 2020, yeah, you could go with that. But in 2018, he was still decent. 2017, I thought he was still very good. 2016, I thought also he was still very good. 2015. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. Still- wait, wait, wait. He was very good? He was very yeah. good. Yeah, very but,
1: good. but see here's the thing when you build a very when you do very good off of great years eventually you have a decline everyone declines at some point but okay when you do- so
0: you're declining over five or six years yeah you, you went from great to very good in your sixth year and then you have five more years does that put you in the hall of fame
1: i think when you look at other players who've made the hall of fame sure okay um, that's it you're looking at other players and maybe those players shouldn't be in either so, you, so your argument is that they should wipe out, like, half of the Hall of Fame?
0: I would do the Thanos snap and wipe out half the Hall of Fame. Oh,
1: my gosh. Your Thanos is evil. Because, <laughs> I mean, because like by, by your standards, um, like, Terrell Davis in the Hall of Fame, three no. great years. Three no. great years. But that's absolutely it. Absolutely not.
0: No, no, absolutely not. Does not belong in the Hall of Fame.
1: Three years. No.
0: Very good player. Denver Broncos Hall of Honor, if I have one, sure. Not Hall of Fame
1: absolutely not. And see that's that's where like okay but here's that's okay so your argument isn't that he's not going to he, he wouldn't be in your hall of fame because you feel like um but uh, but I mean again when i look at like at 2018 that's that was a very good season. I I I'd venture to say 2017 to 2016 he was great. Uh because he was he was a huge yeah. part of the of those teams and and, and people said, don't realize good. he kept a, <laughs> he would he, uh, when people talk about those offensive lines, they say, oh, the whole, it was him, DeCastro and Gilbert who were the, the anchors of those lines. And without, and yes, Ramon Foster was very good. Yes, Alejandro Villanueva stepped up in those situations. But um, if Pouncy's not, when Pouncey isn't there, it you you feel it, um, you, you felt it immediately. That's where I felt with him. Um, in 2014, great year. 20, 2013, I think that the team was struggling, but I mean, he came in and was immediately felt by this team. That's where I feel that, you have to give him his due. And sure, if, if we want to... I'm going to give it to him in the Steelers Hall of Honor. That's where mm-hmm. he gets his due. He is he is a part of that Steelers
0: family forever of among the Steelers great players of all time in the Steelers Hall of Honor.
1: But like uh, other guys who I'm kind of... Because there are other guys that I looked at it that, that recently have made the Hall of Fame and I'm like, eh, really? Because uh, like like John Lynch. Uh, John mm. Lynch wasn't wasn't a guy that I would have voted for.
0: No, no, absolutely um, not.
1: And... and and see, that's where I have issue. is that if it's me defining it like you, yeah, there's certainly be plenty of people I'd be taking out of the Hall of Fame. But if we're asking what the standard is to make the Hall of Fame, I, I, if, we're, if we're basing it on what the standard currently is, to me, he fits that mold easily.
0: He fits what the mold is now, yes. He absolutely does, and he's going to get in.
1: Mm-hmm. You just feel like it's, the bar is too a higher,
0: I I feel like the entire bar for the Hall of Fame is a little bit too low.
1: Interesting. Okay. Interesting Hall of Fame debate there. Philip to- Rivers, not Hall of Famer. Uh, see, I agree with you. I'd agree with you there. Phillip Rivers, okay. too. It, it's like part of part of what, I, what my criteria is. Criteria. Gosh. Um, <laughs> um, but part of my criteria is you have to, one, be, be of the best at your position during your era. Like when they think of you during your time, it's like you and maybe two other guys. Mm-hmm. And, and for quarterbacks, that's different because there's only one guy on each team and each of them is a centerpiece. So like, I'll get, I might expand that to five guys for quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, let's so like for Pouncy, I mean, him and Kevin Mawai. that's, that's that, that I think that's kind of the, the line right there as far as centers over the past decade or so, or however long it's been, mm-hmm. um, you know, but um, you know, but like, like with, like with Phillip Rivers, when was he a top five quarterback in the NFL right. at all times? It was Brady, Peyton, Aaron Rodgers. you know, Patrick Mahomes when he came in, Russell Wilson, when he had his hot years, Ben, when he had his hot years. Yeah. Um, but Rivers that's was never in that conversation. And i that's why I'm with you. I would, he, he has all time numbers.
0: He has nice numbers and he belongs in the fantasy football hall of fame. Maybe, yes, but,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and the chargers hall of honor, right. but <laughs> Not a hall of famer. Is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? Boy, that's one that I'm on the border on. I I say yes. I mean, I mean, you you, you get you win two Super Bowls against the Patriots that carries some weight with me. Yeah, championships carry weight with me. And when you're um, a key
1: part of championships, and
0: yes, and now he wasn't a light up statistic guy. Nope,
1: not his guy, not his thing.
0: So if he had one Super Bowl, I'd give it a definite no but two and, and yeah, might vote him in after a while
1: and to me it's also the timing of his super bowls i mean you think without eli manning tom brady right, right now has nine super bowl rings Ew. exactly like that's, that's enough for, for that in fact that's enough for me to vote. put him in there now no 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 um <laughs> But uh, but but I mean again, and and that's the thing is that like like Nick Foles shouldn't go in because because Nick Foles didn't no, combine right. beating Tom Brady with a career where he's in the yeah. top ten and of all time in passing. Like there's got to right. be combinations because like like because then you look at well Joe Flacco stopped the Niners from getting their sixth Super Bowl ring. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like well he had a great that's one of the great all time postseason quarterback statistic runs. But I mean he don't care he, he he doesn't carry that. that right. He's not a hall of famer yeah. and again. It, hall of hall of honor for Ravens check. Um, yeah. like, so like that's where I'm with you, but still, and so I would put Pouncey way above a Joe Flacco or a Phillip rivers in there. Yeah. To me, he's, yes. he's the best, like in, in his era. I mean, uh, how many centers were better than him?
0: Okay. And I'll give you that. But again, I feel like the second half was more of a reputation, the veteran honor than the actual performance. And so I don't think he had, And maybe I'm even guilty of measuring him against a Webster and a Dawson, which is possible um, that I wouldn't put him in necessarily. But but again, it's not he's not someone where he's when he gets in that I'm going to say, oh, he should never be in. I can make the argument for it. And like I said, this is just me. Like I wouldn't never vote Heinz Ward in.
1: I don't think Bill Power should whoa, be whoa, in. Whoa, 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 well. We weren't even getting to Heinz. We will get to Heinz next week when we bring you back, <laughs> and we will continue this debate then. Don't you? Don't you dare? Don't you dare go after my Heinz Ward? That's, that's, that's against the law. And um, here's
0: the thing: I I love Heinz. I know Heinz. I produced a show with him for three years. Heinz is a great guy.
1: Uh, don't you time. dare! Don't you dare! I'm doing it. Uh, it's just, <laughs> I just the first ever Steelers jersey my parents ever bought me when I was a kid. Cause oh, I was like, right, uh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like that was the dude. And again, uh, you know, we're not getting into it. That's next week's debate. Next week. Next debate. week. All but right. Hold, that's I can, cool. I can hold it in. Um, <laughs> But, but the one thing you got to remember about cower though was that was a year where they were pushing in a lot of different people like they that was their legacy year of the hundred and all that stuff. So like i think that's a little different but like donnie shell was a guy that needed to get in the hall of fame yeah um, oh yeah yeah um, and, and 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 i think that there's several stealers and, and again a lot of this is voting i mean part of it is the human error of this i mean we've you and i have talked in person about why we think that baseball's hall of fame voting is dumb um mm-hmm. but right. but for me if we're looking at the next Steelers to get in the Hall of Fame, I still think it's Ben Roethlisberger because I yes, think he retires, re, yes. he retires in the next year or two. And then yeah. it, his first ballot, he's getting it, um, at uh, least in my book, at least in my book. Um, here's,
0: why, here's why he's not. OK, Um, because Brady may retire at the same time and they're not going to put Brady and Ben in the same class. You don't think so? No, no, I don't think they would. Now you have to see who else is up at the same time. So I mean, they, I, don't, I don't think – They had they had ben,
1: three guys going on us first Ballarders this last year. Calvin yeah. Johnson, Charles Woodson, and Peyton Manning all at the same time.
0: And there weren't two quarterbacks in that.
1: True. If you're arguing it's quarterbacks, I see I see what you're so, saying there.
0: Plus then throw in the, well, there's so many Steelers, which is a real thing. And, yeah, I mean, Ben gets in. There's no doubt. And he is a hall of famer and I would vote him into the hall of fame. So mm. in case anyone's wondering, um, I think maybe he's second ballot, but he definitely gets in.
1: Absolutely. And one thing we do know that there is a, there, there is a national bias against him. Yeah. When, in those conversations. Um, yes. and so he, I, you know, I, I, I hear you out there is that, that there's a few things that could be impediments to him being a first ballot hall of famer. Um, mm. he would be on my first ballot, but, um, he would not, but I, I could totally see people being like, eh, get <laughs> it.
0: At the same time, and it's a conversation for another day, I know we're running up against time, but the whole, you know, oh, this person has to wait, and we can only do this many people. You're a Hall of Famer or, you're, or not. you're not. Yeah. You vote, like I would be, I, would, I don't care if you vote in five quarterbacks, if they're all up at the same time and they're a Hall of Famer, they're a Hall of Famer, they get in, period. I don't care how many people get in at one time. If they are, they are. If they're not, then they're not. Done. Period. None of this. Well, someone should have to wait for five years to. Oh, Faneca had to wait five years. So what? He's in the Hall of Fame now. You're telling me the other five years he wasn't a Pro Football Hall of Famer?
1: But I get a system. That, that, that's about system of voting and getting and getting people in. I, I I kind of get that because also you don't want to have a year where ten guys get in and then you got and then like no one gets their due because the ceremony's three years long. <laughs> like, I, I like,
0: I, it's going to be this year,
1: right? Like it's going to have to be, because unfortunately this is, this is how I play. Oh, well, they're going to have multiple ceremonies. That's how they're going to do that this year. Yeah. um, uh, right. But, but point being, I think that I, I I'm okay with that part of the system. I do agree, but there's some people that are forced to wait that shouldn't wait. And that's where I'm like, you're, you're full of it. Like, I think Randy Moss had to wait a year. Terrell Owens had to wait a year. Those guys are guys that mm. shouldn't have had to wait. Nothing. They, you know, I don't care what your, yeah. t- what your opinion of their attitudes are. They were two of the best receivers yes. of all time. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and Chris are, Carter needed him, to yeah. wait five years. That, that 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 kind of stuff is ridiculous.
0: Well, I think you're just mad because you share his name.
1: I mean, yes, but he retired <laughs> with the second most receptions in NFL history, <laughs> and, and at the time before T.O. and Randy Moss and all those guys, before they were, he was like the second best receiver in the history in the history of the game when it came to all this stuff, and and he may still be the greatest possession wide receiver of all time. So, uh, so you can bite me, Dean. Um,
0: did you did you have a Chris Carter jersey?
1: yeah i still have one it's in my it's in my uh, my, my closet yeah huh. it's <laughs> it, it's extremely tight because it's you know, <laughs> for middle school me but yeah sure um i, I still have a chris carter jersey so I, I need to get a real one i just need to get a real chris carter jersey. when you
0: when you played football did you wear his number
1: i was a lineman so no oh. <laughs> well what was I, your number 63 i was a dawson guy why so you were 63 because of dawson yeah well, I mean, it was yes. honestly the number they gave me, and I was like, I liked him, Ronnie Dawson. So it was, oh, okay. it was a motivator.
0: I was a kicker, my number, but they didn't have all the – they had so few jerseys. All the lower numbers went to the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So I ended up as number 23, and I chose 23 because it was one-third of 69.
1: Not because it was Michael Jordan?
0: No, it was one-third of 69.
1: You're lame. Anyways <laughs> – that was Dean and Pietro. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thank me. you, collectively, Dean, for
0: Collectively, a bu- bunch of people just said, nice. So, right, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. It was collectively their were, uh, were. But thank you, Dean, so much for coming on. We always appreciate you on our Dean Wednesdays. We'll talk Heinz Ward next week, buddy. We I got will. a lot of think- stuff for you. Um, but please let people know where they can follow you, find you, and get more of your work
0: call me i am dean 16 and on twitter and on facebook i uh, participated the locked on group a lot and you can find me there on facebook as well
1: Locked on Steelers Facebook group. You can join that at any point in time. Go on on to Facebook, search for Locked on Steelers, ask to join the group. I'll add you as soon as possible. We're over 1,200 Steelers fans strong in the group uh, where you can talk with Steelers fans every day about stuff, uh, share articles, share opinions. And when we do stuff that's participating on this show, that's the place to be. Uh, Like when we do our mock draft Mondays, we just did one this past Monday. So uh, be sure to do that on this Friday when we put up the poll again and to decide over the weekend. Um, Thanks again to Dean for coming on the show. My name is Chris Carter, the host of this show. Um, You can follow me on Twitter at Carter critiques. Also my Instagram handle there. Uh, If you're, if you're enjoying my work here, you can also read my work at dkpittsburghsports.com, where I write on the Steelers pit pit football and pit basketball. And Um, I do this show. I do the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. Uh, If you want to subscribe to any of those, they're on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, radio.com, anywhere podcasts are hosted. And if you want to help out the show and get your shout out on the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts with a positive comment. When you do both a five-star review and a positive comment, it gets the word out here about what we're doing on the Locked On Steelers podcast. And we really appreciate all the people out there that are helping us. Like I said, we give you a shout out when you do. So thanks again for listening we'll be back tomorrow we got a crossover episode coming up we're teaming up with locked on saints that's right our man ross jackson of locked on saints is joining us we think the saints and the steelers are in two very similar situations we'll talk about that and so much more on tomorrow's show tune in then